Hello, 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 everyone. Guess who's back? Take a guess. <laughs> we have the wonderful, my best babes, Imani, back on the podcast due to high demand. Not the high demand. <laughs> She's back. You guys loved her on the last podcast, and I've been waiting to bring you back on. And I think this episode is perfect because we have a lot to get into a lot needs to be talked about and this is your first time hearing imani and i together you're in for a treat it's vibes <laughs> it's straight vibes relax put it on while you're doing anything and let's get into it if this is your first time listening to my podcast hello hello babes my name is yasmin i am everyone's internet best friend big sister non-auntie yet thank you god <laughs> Thank you, God. But hello, welcome to Chatty Black Girl. We post, not we, me. <laughs> I post every Tuesday, depending if I'm being consistent. But this is my third week in a row, hopping back on the train. So here we are. <laughs> we love consistency. So Imani, welcome back. It's been a few weeks. I feel like the last time you were on, I think it was like episode four. It had to be. It was like, it was early days. Right? It was early days. So how have you been since then? Any updates you want to give the people, the fans, Bro. your fans? I think the most important update is probably Cabo <laughs> because obviously we went to Cabo together. Mm-hmm. Um, Cabo was great. Yes, <laughs> Cabo was great. I have Cabo withdrawals. <laughs> like, I just be thinking about Cabo sometimes. It was a good time. I The drinks were flowing, mm. like she said. Drinks were drinking. And the food, let's not even talk about that. Let's not even <laughs> talk about the food. The like, hash browns? Oh my gosh. Yo, we were fiending yeah. for hash browns. <laughs> The crepes after dinner. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> can I can I just say? Did I? I don't know if I talked about this, but do you remember the the group of black girls that we met? Yes. <laughs> so we were. I don't know if I said this on the last podcast, but if I did, we're back for another story. But we met these girls, the, these group of girls from like USC, super cute friend group, all black, and we were some of the few black people on this trip. So the next morning, we're all eating breakfast, the six of us. Yeah, six of us. And we wave to the girls and we see them. And the wait staff starts pushing the tables together, right. moving mountains to get them to sit with us. Like, this your friend? This your friend? This your friend? Um, mm. No one said that. <laughs> we just waved. We had decorum. Right? <laughs> but yeah. So that was funny. No, it was the best. What was their highlight of Cali? What was the best part of Cabo that, that, you, that you can say on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> That I can say on the internet. Um, <laughs> this is gonna make me seem like such a fat ass, but the plantain, <laughs> the plantain, <laughs> the plantain in the water at dinner. Yo, because that water right? came from the fountain of fucking youth. Because if we're being honest, at, like at breakfast, we would have juice and water, and then after breakfast, we wouldn't drink water. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. So it would be like dinner and everyone was so dehydrated <laughs> the water tasted like it was straight from the garden of eden bro no like actually like god himself poured the glass for us and they would pour it and we we looked like we'd never had water before because they would pour it and as they're pouring it it's already in my mouth <laughs> and they're like damn nigga you want more right? are you thirsty <laughs> and they would come at the exact right time like the minute they you were finish, watching or you're almost finished, they come back right. to refill. Oh my God. Love them. Delicious. I miss them so much. Right? Or there was also, obviously it was Mexico, so the music was very much 
Like it was Yo. <laughs> it was that music. It was vibes though. But there were these group of black guys that at, oh my god at, every time we went to the pool they had this massive speaker and they're carrying the music on their backs carrying it on their backs they man. did a little something for us they had whiz kid for us they had meek yeah. mill do you remember when they played dreams and nightmares bro i have never seen the few black people that were there tee up all together and it was all thanks to that uh white boy from st louis yo oh, <laughs> what was his god. name I almost said John. I almost said Tyler. It could have been anything, it actually. Could have been anything, bro. I actually don't know. We'll call him Tyler. Know. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> Miss you, bro. But so, as you guys know, Imani and I both go to Michigan State University. Mm. And I had a little game. I want to start playing games with my guests. So, we're going to do a rapid fire of this or that MSU edition. So, I have one, two. I have seven things. Oh and gosh. then. What, I'm just going to say it to you, and whatever comes to your mind, you just, like, say which one you'd rather have, or okay. which one's better. Okay, okay. And then if you want to explain, feel free. Okay. Okay, ready? Cottage in or Little Caesars? Bro, cottage. Luhas or Fieldhouse? Luhas. Luhas or Dublin? Ah, uh, okay. See, I want to go ahead and say Dublin. See ya. But I just have such good memories, like, at Luhas, too. Like, I definitely feel like if I can't go to Dublin, I'll go to Luhas. Or if we're trying to, like, figure out where to go out that mm-hmm. night, it's it's always going to be between Luhas or Dublin. Luhas. 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 So which so, one are you picking? Fair, I, I'm going to say Dublin. Okay. Football or basketball? Football. Sweet bathroom or community bathroom? Oh, sweet. Yo. Don't do me. <laughs> don't do me, please. House party or club? Club. Kata or the spin or walk? Hey, hey, spin, walk even. The kata, obviously anyone who goes to MSU knows how much of an op the kata is. (laughs) And as a first year, you don't actually know that. You don't peep. You don't peep. Like, obviously my first year here, like, everyone was talking about how the kata was so And I was just like, oh, me, I don't see. Kata has been good to me, taking me places, taking me places. No, literally. And, like, anytime I need to go to get the kata, I would run to that bitch. Not run. Sophomore year, I stopped. If you're in college, do not. (laughs) Do not run for that goddamn bus. I promise you, another one will come. But you're right, because as a freshman, you don't realize how much the buses are fucking bamboozling you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They will look at you dead in your eye and drive away. Right? And, like, I think it was, it was sophomore year. I was going to go get the kata. And I came, like, I think two minutes early. The bus drove right in front of me. If a year ago, I would have gotten mad. I would have gotten mad. I would have went on a ramp. I saw the bus. I walked away. It was, it was okay, you know. I went to go get a spin. <laughs> <laughs> but even those spins, you find them in the fucking red cedar now. Yo, People I'm just throwing saying, them in the lakes. Right? That's why we can't have nice things. I love spins, but in the winter, it's a little hard, bro. Because the, <laughs> the ice. Your eyes, your crying, <laughs> your nose is red. Your nose is like, you're wiping your nose. <laughs> <laughs> There's downsides to everything. There's downsides to everything. Because even if you walk, I walked to class one time, and you would have thought that someone, like, stomped on my heart because the wind was in my eyes. I started crying. Like, that one time I had to walk all the way from Comart side to University Village because of the damn kata. The kata at the beginning of the semester when they were understaffed is not it. It was not it. I don't know. It, it wasn't it. Honestly, that shit was... Like, niggas didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
And they, they didn't have the bus times out. So you had to guess. Right. You said, shit, well, if I come out at this time, maybe the bus will come. Maybe the bus will come. We'll see. And let's not even talk about the 31. <laughs> Worst line ever. Walk. walk. If, you live, if you live in Brody, walk. Just walk. Don't even wait for it. Or ask someone for a ride. <laughs> Please. Get a man. Hope he has a car. <laughs> Get a man with a car. <laughs> I love that. So... Before we get into the main thing, we were on FaceTime this morning, kikiing, as we usually do to recap, you know, our week. <laughs> and the topic of rethinking the ick came up. <laughs> because if you don't know what the ick is, basically, it's little things that maybe someone you're interested in or the opposite um, sex does that instantly puts you off and then you can never like them again like uh, uh, people I've seen on Twitter people say when you're on a date with a guy and he orders a strawberry daiquiri oh. or someone some girl said I think it was Adiola Patron she said she was on a date with a guy he picked her up he got out of the car but you know how like his pants were falling oh no 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 <laughs> So, so she could see his butt. And she said, after that, I had the ick. Oh, that's an ick for me, too. Some people say boys who go to brunch give them the ick. Aww. That's just wrong. <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> but I think I'm rethinking the ick right now for a few people. No, yeah. Uh-huh. Because last semester, you know, obviously things are happening. And there was one person in particular who... um Literally, I was like, no, I'm cool. Never again. Like, we move. And (laughs) sometimes you got to rethink the ick. You do. Sometimes you got to rethink the ick. And it was so, so, it was almost like over a year ago that, like, the person I'm talking, like, over a year and a half ago. So Mm -hmm. no one thinks I'm talking about anyone. It was, it was long ago. It was long ago. (laughs) People don't know anything. Right. Um, Sometimes you need to rethink the ick. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought you maybe gotten the ick too quickly uh not too quickly but if anything not fast enough um <laughs> i got the ick i told my friends that i got the ick and then i said oh yeah never again never again mm. and then then again then again <laughs> and what we have learned is that i do say a lot of things hmm. i say a lot of things we used to bet subway on, on her saying oh, a lot of no. shit and I was out, my lesson. And I was eating for free. <laughs> Bro, but we might have to start the subway bets again now. I'm ready. Why? What am I going to do to lose? Bro, we'll just start up again. Because again. remember, like, the last time you said, oh, let's bet subway. I said, no, 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 no. Mm, and the next if day, we had bet the subway, I would've, you would have won. I would have eaten so, for free. let's mm. do the subway again. Y'all hear it here first. So if she ever says no, I'm pulling this shit back up. But I think... Sometimes I give people the ick too quickly. Mm. I think someone does something that I don't like. I'm like, mm, I'm fucking off this one. Like, yeah. I'm cool. Have a great, blessed day. But in the recent weeks, <laughs> I've been, I've been questioning my own self. You know, mm. I've been saying, hmm, did I, did I leave too early? Leave too fast. Did I leave too fast? Let me know. Cause what are some icks for you? The butt crack, bro. First of all, like that's a massive. Um, it's giving plumber. Yeah. Um, hygiene, obviously. Like hygiene is just like. Oh super my god! Important. Yeah. And unfortunately, people who aren't funny and who try to like be funny, because it's okay to not be funny. Right. Not everyone can be us. Right. 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 Come on. So, someone has to be the funny one right? in the relationship. Just, just be yourself, man. Just be yourself. <laughs> don't do unnecessary. Don't be cringy. You know. 
No, that part. That part. It's like guys who try to do the absolute most to like one up their guy friends in front of girls. You know what I mean? Uh Like I've seen that on TikTok. It's just like weird. Right. TikTok boys are also an ick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Podcast oh, boys. We know exactly what we're talking about when we're talking about the TikTok boys. <laughs> ten, ten reasons why you shouldn't you shouldn't wife your girl. Like oh, the podcast man. So uh what do you think about women who go cool? No, like mm. you know some podcast men actually talk about sense. They have sense they have in sense. their podcast, like the very few. But some of them, the vast majority, fucking exactly. For the rest of them. They remind me of the the dudes in the mall or on the street talking about some stuff. So, uh, I'm here with what's your name, and then they ask some crazy out of pocket question. Crazy. Like, I don't even want to talk about the one question they always ask because it's so cringy now. No, literally. I think what are some of my ex? Obviously, hygiene. I think. Hmm. You know. You know, like. I, I experienced it when we were in Cabo, seeing boys get way too drunk, like getting plastered beyond yeah. belief. Where now you have your girlfriends, your guy friends. Like there are a bunch of people in the club mm-hmm. when we were in Cabo, just pilt, yeah, just gone. And I just think, in your big age, right. none of us should be like that. But as a man, you can't. And not saying you you can't you know have your fun. But I feel like you should know your... I feel like at this age, we, everyone should know their limits. Right. And there were a few people that I saw when we were abroad that were just... Uh-huh. It was like it was their, they were drinking for the first time right. in their lives. Like, I understand that there are some days you know your limit, but you're going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go past that limit. And that's okay. Like, your birthday or maybe you, oh, had, a yeah. hard, maybe you had a hard week, you of know? Of course. But these people clearly did not know their limit and it didn't reflect good at the end of the night and they happen to all be from arizona oh my <laughs> they happen God. to all be from arizona ironically arizona state like, i'm praying for y'all <laughs> and obviously like have your fun but i just feel like it goes both ways like as a man if you're seeing like this girl who cannot handle the liquor who's just like always right. like, that's kind of like uh, yeah on both ends exactly yeah, like, definitely like, oh. Because mm. you don't want to babysit anybody. Exactly. You know? that's, that's the problem. Because obviously we all have our times where we need to be babysat. Uh-huh. But mm, not not on spring break. Not okay. during a vacation. What other icks do you have? Are there any other things that you think that, like, boys-wise, that have been bothering you or on your mind lately? Um, I think just when you're just, like, talking to, like, black men and then they start talking like the oh see this is why I don't like black women. Yeah. Oh uh, you see when this when black women do this, like especially when the conversation <laughs> that, that, that was a deep sigh. <laughs> you know, especially when the conversation like wasn't even about that. Or I had seen a TikTok about um this girl, she was talking to this black man and she was just like, oh, so why do you think that um black men gravitate that some black men gravitate more towards white women? And he starts talking about Oh, because black women had this attitude. Blah, blah, blah. Yay. And I'm just like, the question was about why black men gravitate more towards white women. Right. So why don't you talk about the qualities that white women have instead of mm. bringing down other people? Like, it's just unnecessary. No, that's definitely something we're going to bring up right. in the second half of this podcast. So, no, I'm like, happy you said that. Right. So probably that. And also just like when you're trying to have like a healthy conversation with someone and they just don't understand yeah like being able to have a conversation can literally take you so fucking far Mm -hmm. like genuinely there have been fine men Mm -hmm. i have seen try to talk to 
but they just can't hold a conversation. Like, if you're still sending me WYD oh, and you're big, oh my turn God. your phone off. Throw your phone in the fucking, never talk to me again. Mm-hmm. I hate you. <laughs> I hate it here. There's only one purpose for WYD. That's what I'm saying. And we all know what it is. So don't act <laughs> stupid. You don't, you don't want to know what, what my favorite color is. Exactly. You don't so, want to know, you don't want to know what, what I'm watching right now. Right? We, so don't WYD me at You think I'm stupid yet? Like, at 3 p.m. The sun is still fucking oh, up. You think I'm stupid yet? Come mm. on, <laughs> Do better. So, segue into our next little topic. This is what we came here for. This is the main part. And I've been so excited. If you are African, even if you're anything, you need to watch Young, Famous, and African. Please. Specifically, if you are African. Because I have never resonated with a show so much and have binged a show this mm-hmm. fast in my life. If you don't know, the show is on Netflix. I don't know why I'm plugging Netflix because <laughs> sponsor me the fuck. For real. Basically the show is about a bunch of socialites, singers, rappers, stylists, personalities. Yeah, bro. Business women, business women, yeah, yeah, entrepreneurs. And they're all in their bag living in Joburg in South Africa living their lives and there's so much drama because you know africans we can't come with without confusion we can't come without drama without havoc so basically we both binged the show last week Mm. we've been sending voice notes back and forth back and forth back (laughs) and forth so we finally took some notes and we're gonna talk about it because obviously i can't help myself i always talk about some kind of show on this fucking podcast so this week it's young famous and african so my first question is, when you were first watching it, like, your first, like, initial thoughts of the show, like, what were you thinking when you first turned it on? So, obviously, I was really excited because you told me that it was located in Joburg, and obviously, I'm from Joburg, so I ran to it, mm-hmm. ran to it, got really excited. They're showing the sights, and then I think the first person that they um, showed was Kanye. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, Kanye, whatever. Like, I just felt like she was really, like, obnoxious, mm-hmm. self-centered. And I was just like, okay, I'm not rocking with it. I wasn't. But the show just seems like there's going to be a lot of drama. It seems like it's funny. I was just like, okay, let's see what this has to offer. But I was kind of, like, laughing. I was just like, bro, this is why people don't like us, South Africa. <laughs> this is why people don't like us. Because people were talking out of their ass already. We just got here. We're not even five minutes in. But I was still really excited to see where it went because South African dramas can be really funny. Dead ass. Dead ass. I, no, definitely the same. I kind of thought, and maybe it was the cameraman. I feel like they just made Kanye. They want her to be the villain, but the real villain. They failed. They failed. (laughs) Because the villain was Zari. And we'll get to her. Babe, just wait. Your time is coming. But what I, the big thing I had in the beginning was Nadia and Vic Mensa. Go look up Vic right now on Instagram. If you don't have, go look now. And then you'll see why I'm mad. My eyes went wide. She said, oh, yeah, I'm dating this nice, young, fine guy, Vic Mensa. He's American. I said, Vic Mensa. Vic, Vic, hey, fine boy. Vic Mensa. <laughs> this is probably the finest right? man I've ever laid my eyes on in this life. Obviously, Nadia's a very, she's a pretty girl, yeah? But Vic, Vic. Mensa. So how did you even come across Vic Mensa? Who slid on who? <laughs> That's the question. I want to know. I really want to know. That man is so fine. But basically, so I, what would you do if 
you had a friend like Kanye, because if you don't know, Kanye tried setting up Nadia with Diamond, mm-hmm. knowing that she had a man. So what would you, and Nadia obviously went on the date, she fed into it, she did all whatever, but do you think, like, if that was you, let's say you were, you were like, talking to a boy, you're not dating it, you're just no. talking, and I'm like, oh my god, Imani, I have a boy for you, like, what would you, would you go on the date, would you pursue it, or would you ride behind your man who's not your man, who kind of is your man? I feel like it just really depends on, like, my feelings for the guy and, like, at what type of stage of the talking we're kind of, like, into. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know that, like, it, it's probably at the time where, like, both people are single. So you don't want to put your life, like, on right. pause for someone else, you know? Which is why I understand, like, at the very beginning, before Vic was truly her boyfriend, why she was kind of like, oh, okay, like, I'll see, like, mm-hmm. you know? But if you actually really like the guy and you think he's going to be your boyfriend, you don't need to go on a date with Diamond right. Platinums, even if it is Diamond Platinums, because yeah. he was kind of ugly. He, you know, I didn't want to say it. kind of ugly. I didn't want to say it. But he has money, so to them, yeah. it's, to them it's okay. Right. So who was in the wrong then for Nadia going to to see Diamond and, like, play into, you know, because she, she, she did play her role. Like, she went on the little date going to go choose a car for him. Like... Is it cheating? Let me get my little notes. Yeah, put, I think, put your notes. I think that Nadia at the I obviously grew to like her a little more, mm-hmm. but during the first few episodes, like I definitely felt like she was weird because mm-hmm. although uh, Kanye did like oh maybe like explore this thing with Diamond and uh, Diamond was also like making advances. Right, you are a grown woman. You can't say no, and you continuously told Kanye and what's her name, not Lexi, the white babe. Oh. What was her name? Shayla. Kaylee. 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 Not Shayla. Oh, God. (laughs) And you repeatedly told Kaylee, like, oh, I'm just trying to see what, like, what's going on. Like, and I think in the confessional, too, she said, um, I would like to keep my options open in case it doesn't work out with Vic. Yeah. She said some shit. With Vic Mensa. Exactly. So I think that it was definitely your fault because you keep talking about Vic. You keep Mm -hmm. talking about how Vic is your boyfriend. But you're flirting with Diamond. You're taking Diamond's advances. Choosing a car for him. Exactly. Like, I mm. genuinely don't want to hear anything about how Kanye was wrong, about how Diamond was wrong, because it was all naughty, honestly. Honestly. Honestly, honestly. Do you have any other notes on Kanye and Nadia that you wanted to bring up? Not um, wait, hold on, guys. Her notes are by person. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just glanced over. She has notes by person for the show. <laughs> So since the name I see right now is Annie, so let's cut into Annie. Okay. Bring the start. Annie, babe, babe, please leave to Baba. Leave. Because we don't know if African Queen is about you anymore. We don't. We don't. Bro. Listen. <laughs> five kids this mm. man has. And no, the I, fifth I, I think kid, it's seven. No, yeah, it was it's seven now, but like it was five at the time. And basically Five kids you have with this guy, but only the fifth one is yours. Yay. And you've been with the guy for over 20 years. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, girl, no. come on. And I remember she was telling Kanye, like, oh, you can make that mistake once or twice. 
No, she said you can make that mistake once, but then you pee second time. Girl, five times. Second time, five times. And today, in 2022, seven kids. Yay. Seven kids, babe. I saw this tweet and it was so, like. So that means that after the vow renewal, after all of that, he still went to cheat another time. Can you imagine? After the show? After the show. Because during the show, they only have five kids. Hey. But I Googled to see, okay, let me see this two Baba, this Annie, you know? And then I see seven kids. Hey. And two of them are Annie's. That means that after the show, he went and cheated again. <laughs> My jaw's on the fucking like, floor. Girl. I, I like obviously as the show went on, like I understood, like she really loves this man, but this She loves was, him too she much. She loves him too, too much. The way she was cheesing when he called her that one Whoa. time. Look at my husband. Look okay. at my husband. Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we're not allowed to walk down the aisle to African queen because that shit is about straight delusion. It is delusion. Because which queen are you talking about, Tubaba? Which which baby mama are you talking about? And she loves him too much. Like, why are you licking him on camera? Yay, what? She licks him on camera, bro. (laughs) Like, you know, regular couples because their husband on it. She licks this man. (laughs) Like, bro. I think Annie just needs. She needs to vibe out by herself for exactly. a little bit and seek therapy. Mm-hmm. Because, Deep because therapy. you can be blinded by love, but blinded five times. Five children. Five times, babe. Mm. Come on. Be like, real with yourself, please. Like, this is actually like doing too much. And like, you know when they went to Sun City and he had like that thing and stuff? Like I then started to understand why she fed into that delusion because he makes her feel like he loves her and shit. Yeah, like that. that's the problem. And me personally, I don't know if Tubaba actually likes Annie. He may, he but he doesn't. Do. But he doesn't respect the babe. No, he doesn't. He doesn't Cause you, you wouldn't. I can understand. You know, you cheat once, mm-hmm. and you know it's hard, but you're forgiven. But five times five over, times, bro. now you hate me. You, you actually like, hate me. You. You have to resent her. Like maybe it's that you guys got married too young. Like I don't maybe. know. Maybe you resent her. Or maybe you just, like, have a problem. Like, you just can't be loyal. Because my thing was, when she... Because I didn't deep it until she said that... So, they were together from, what, 20 years? So, let's say the 90s, yeah? He... But her first kid didn't come until the late... Uh The early 2010s. So, he had all his kids. And Uh then you were... But y'all were still together, yeah? Exactly, because... From what I understand is that they were they've known each other for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. He kept they, saying that too. And then they've been together for like nine, ten years, and then obviously they've been married for ten years, like we've seen. So he was cheating on you while you guys were just together. Jeez. Like, why didn't you leave? No, you why, like, you had no commitment. Like you, like he was in text. <laughs> My bad, bro. She's popular. Like you didn't owe him like anything. You feel me? I'm just like, yo, Annie, please, please do Save yourself. Because I don't know, like, the thing in Sun City, like, it seemed like the guy loves her, but he doesn't love her as much as she loves him, and he doesn't respect her. Has, did your that. did your mom ever tell you that when you get married or in a relationship to have the guy love you more than you love him? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I, you know, and I never understood that. I understood it, obviously. But seeing Annie... Mm-hmm. And seeing two baba, I understand. Right. I pray I'm not like that babe. I, I can't. You can't. I bro. can't. I'll be throwing myself down the stairs after right? that, sliding down a wall, listening to Summer Walker. Oh my god. <laughs> like I just cannot. Any babe. Any babe. Seek help. But 
We'll be right back because the time is looking at me in the eye. So when we come back, we have the real villain of the show. So oh. stay tuned. Let me add this part. Hello, hello. Welcome back, you lovely babes. It's time to get into the drama, the main event, the villain herself, the, the what, what, what she call herself? The businesswoman? She said the boss lady. The boss lady, Zari. Mm. What what boss? What are you bossing? She's not the boss of anything. But what are you? So let's start. I think, I think they wanted us to feel bad for Zari. They did. They did. They did. They wanted us to be like, oh my god, she's a baby mom who's getting cheated on. The scandal. The scandal. Mm. The scandal. But you yourself are a fucking scandal. You yourself are an <laughs> issue. An issue. She was the true villain, and I feel like the show was trying to make us think that it was Kanye the whole time. You, you're not innocent. Like, first two episodes, they made us try to see, like, oh, Kanye's actually the bad guy. It's Kanye. It's Kanye. Hmm. Hmm. Me, I caught on. Hmm. Quick. Fast, fast. Quick. From the moment we were at the, um, what's it called? At the Arabia, Diamonds Arabian Nights party. And he said, oh, it's Arabian Nights. And all you guys are wearing short, short, short. I was like, okay. You thought you ate? No, you thought you ate. Whatever. <laughs> and then when she had the conversation with Diamond, and she was like, oh, yeah, I stood by your side. I stood by your side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Babe, did this, not, did this thing now not happen, like, years back? Years. Why are you not telling him, oh, you did, like, you didn't have this conversation, like, with him, like, ages ago? When it happened. And you, you ain't even gonna let homeboy get a word in? Like... But then she's bringing him Cartier watches to his dinner. Mm. They're having a kiki by themselves, and, and they they're in their own little bubble. Like it's okay, you still love this man. Exactly. Like stop acting. Like it's okay. No, like dead ass, like, dead just, ass. And then when was it? It was also like the conversation when Annie brought it up that um, you said your ass was out at like the the little garden yeah. dinner, and Annie said something in the it, Zari said something in the confessional, and I was just like, I do not rock with you. Because how are you in the confessional talking shit, and your wig looks like that? Oh, God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Production hated Zari, because they they didn't tell her about the wig. (laughs) That one, you know what I'm talking about, the brown curly Mm -hmm. one. That shit looks like a fucking Muppet on her head. For (laughs) real. But the main issue that I had with Zari is that she wanted to be, like, the main character in all of this, but you're doing probably the grimiest shit by trying to get with your ex-man's mm-hmm. brother, quote-unquote, his I'm, best friend. I'm Dile. Andile. You know, when the whole show started, I was looking at Andile, and I was just like, bro, you might be one of the only people on this show with actual sense. No, like that. I ass. liked him so much. I was really rocking with him. And then, the night where Tubaba and Annie announced that they were renewing their vows, you're not touching up on Zari. Mm. Like, I was like, what's going on, man? And I was hoping, I was really hoping that it would be just a phase. You know, maybe they were drunk. And now every episode, they're now showing us Andile and Zari. Embracing each other. Oh my God, this hug feels so nice. Girl. Bro, where it, is Diamond? That's the question. Mm. Where is no. Diamond? But I think... My the time that I really was like Azari, I hate you. Not I hate. Like I, I actually hate her, bro. 
It was when um, Tubaba and Annie renewed their engagement vows, eh, not the engagement vows, they said that they were renewing the vows, they announced it to all their friends, and um, Zari's just like, oh, I want to talk to Tubaba, I want to talk to Tubaba. Okay, mm, you should have left to, it. Talk to Tubaba, that's fine. Don't you even talk to him, though. Like, you do what you want, but my issue was when she now she brought Annie to tell Tubaba, oh, Annie, you're so insecure. Ah, oh, you're so insecure. And you know, me and Tubaba, we never even did anything in mm. front of the woman's husband. Knowing he's a serial cheater, too. That is so disrespectful <laughs> on so many levels. She thought she ate and she was smiling like, I was never with Tubaba. Stop being insecure. Right. Like, you're saying I'm insecure in front of my man? At the day we just announced right? us renewing our vows? Go to hell. And why are you meddling into a relationship? Where is your own relationship? Where is your own relationship? And you know, I would have understood. Actually, no, I wouldn't have understood. But it would have, like, at least seemed, like, more logical of the relationship that Zari had with Tubaba was, like, the relationship that Kanye and Naked had. Yeah. You know, like, if they were actually close like that. But Zari, you did channel over with Tubaba 20 years ago. And that is it. You're not his (laughs) friend like that. No. So why do you feel comfortable giving him input on what his wife thinks and how his wife is feeling within the relationship, especially because you know you don't know this shit. Because Annie asked you once, how do you know my husband? It means she's insecure. I don't know about you, but I would ask the same question. How do you know my husband? No. How how do you know? Exactly. Because me, I don't know it's you. It's valid. I don't know you. This is the first time I'm meeting you on this table. He's never spoken of you before. So I'm just asking you, how do you know my husband? If you Simple. just if you just answer me, oh, we did channel O together, and he's a good friend. That's it. Not even good friend. A, a, a past colleague. Like, but you're just like dragging this shit on. Like, oh, she always stays asking me my how I know her husband. She asked you this once. Bro. No, like actually once. Like they they, they should have they should have like split the screen and showed her asking her once. And then here's Zari say multiple times once really once just to clock her. They should have done that with Zari multiple times because she's lying. She just lied on so much stuff. Because I remember when Kanye and even Swanky and multiple other people confronted her, even Diamond, when they confronted her on what happened that day, she always changed the story. She would be like, Oh, that's not what I asked. Uh, that's not what I said. No, I only literally. said that, oh, Annie asked me this question multiple times. That's it. That's it. Like, she's she's just lying. lying and deflecting. Lying. Like. Mm, because her what? drama itself, it's going to blow Oh, it's going to blow up. But do you think someone is more in the wrong? Like, do you think Zari and Andile are in the same amount of wrong? Or do you think one person is more than the other? Because where do you draw the line of. Well, no, there's no line. I just feel like if I'm with somebody and we break up, none of my friends can talk to him exactly. ever again. And the thing is, I don't, I didn't like the fact that Zari downplayed the situation and she was just like, "Oh, Diamond is just my ex." No, he's not just your ex. No. He's the father of your children. No, who literally, frequently comes to Johannesburg to visit his. Who children. lives in that house probably part time? Exactly. So what do you mean? She's just my ex. Mm. what do you mean because when they showed diamond like in that house he knew where he was going he looked comfortable he, he knew where the he was not sitting on a couch comfortably with his wine like he's he be in that house a lot he probably has a toothbrush there exactly so 
I think that they were both in the wrong. I think that Andile was in the wrong because Diamond is your brother. And yeah. he told you multiple times about how he still loves Zari. But he's She's just, the only but one. But he's just not ready for a committed relationship right now. And he's not saying, oh, I hope Zari waits for me. Da, 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 da. He's just saying, I don't know why I'll ever be ready. And I cannot allow myself to be with her at the at the point in time. And I was just, when he said that, I was like, oh. But as time progressed, I was just like, you should even be with her. I don't care about her feelings. But also... The the thing that Diamond said he's not ready to be in a committed like relationship, babe. You have two kids by the what do you mean? Bro. You're in your thirties. You're pushing thirty, babe. Diamond's a whole. No, he is, and that's okay. That's okay. But for for someone to say you're my brother, exactly. And now and now you're trying to get with my baby mom. Exactly. And you, Zari, you're disrespectful because you see that these two men are brothers, and you're trying to wiggle yourself into create a drift, <laughs> like. What, what are you trying to do? No, literally, the last episode when uh, oh. <laughs> I was actually hollering, bro. When when she didn't she, first, she wanted to crash the wedding. You weird bitch. Bro. That's a whole different story. But when when Diamond came, she obviously he's playing with his kids because you know they live there. And then here comes knock on the door, knock knock knock. Why is Andy at the door? That's that's kind of what I feel like. The producers didn't show us a lot about Andile and, and Zari's relationship because how did he feel comfortable enough to just pull up to her crib unannounced? And exactly, and I don't know if you noticed this, but a lot of times when people would like give um like Nadia or anyone who wasn't there for some events about like what had been brewing between Andile and Zari, they would always say that Andile and Zari were kissing. I know, and where was that kiss? Exactly. Then? So me, I'm saying, I'm thinking the producers didn't show that, but clearly, for a reason, y'all have been doing more than just hugging and getting drinks because he feels comfortable enough to come to your house. But you know what really took me out hmm. was when she opened the door and then she closed it right <laughs> back. First off, the door is completely glass, so babe, I can see you shutting the door. <laughs> it's not like there's like wood where you can't see. I can clearly Bro. see you. They have no people. That's why you need a peephole. Uh huh. That's why we don't need these fancy glass doors where I can see straight in. Because, babe, where's the illusion? Because oh even her God. herself was shocked. Bro, she was like, and then, Boom. and then, Diamond, my brother, you came to come see me. Bro, <laughs> they looked at each other like, oh, ah. in my seat, I was like, huh, Diamond, mm. and Dile, you came to see Diamond, yeah. Diamond, no, and Dile said, why are you here? Like, what? Bro. Like, he was, Donald would say, oh, yeah, I missed my flight, so I couldn't come to the wedding. And just, oh, I get that, but why are you here? What do you mean his kids live here? I'm like, why are you why here? The question is, why are you here? And then Don't I'm, worry about me. And then I'm really at the boss to say, oh, I can't see her. Hey. Huh. And then Zari. <laughs> Scurries away. Zari is wrong for that shit. Oh, can I fix you a drink? <laughs> Where was this drink when he entered? What? <laughs> Why are you fixing him the drink now when you scared. need to be a part of this conversation? Because she's the one to. And I'm just thinking, you were acting so big and bad before. You weren't a friend of Diamond. Why are you a friend of Diamond now? And then, Andile, the dumbest way for you to open the conversation, you know you're my brother, right? Anything you lead with after is bullshit. You know you're my brother. You can't. That's like starting a story with, you see what had happened was. Aww. Like, to me, that's the same. You're telling me that. Right. And then the way that they close up the episode is Diamond saying, but this is my family, man. <laughs> oh, beautiful. You, beautiful. You, you want to know what I think is going to happen, though? I think that Diamond's going to have a confessional and be like, I was finally ready to marry Zari and reunite my family. 
I maybe he had the ring in his pocket, oh and God. she just fucked it. And now she got no man. She's at square zero again. <laughs> Not even square mm-hmm. one. Me, I'm pretty sure she left. Because she's afraid of diamonds. Of course. Because, because you're not with Zari, the boss lady. Mm. You're Zari, who is supplied by diamond platinums. <laughs> Thank you very much. What she said, what she told Annie after that fight? I don't need this. I'm a billionaire. What billion? Billionaire and what? I'm looking up her net worth right now. Because it's keep, not keep a billionaire it in USD or in South African rands. You're not a billionaire in any of those two currencies. So in what in Ugandan? What what currency is that? Because mm. I don't know. And even if so. Hmm. It's probably diamonds money. Diamond billionaire, okay. But you, whatever, babe. Her like, net worth is, accordingly, to 8.8 million US dollars. That is a lie. That's a long way from a billion, though. Bro. That is, I mean, it's probably with, um, what's his name's money, though? Yeah, probably. That? But that is a long way from a billion, bro. Like, a why would long you lie? way. A long fucking like way from were, a billion. Because what business you boss lady? Who are you bossing besides your children? Me, I'm, I'm really wondering where this boss lady name came from. And, and, and how did Tubaba know Zari boss lady? Zari the boss lady. Mm. And I just think it's really bold that that's your name, Zari the boss lady. <laughs> you couldn't think of anything else. You couldn't think of anything else. You couldn't be any more creative shit. Like Zari... She's a liar. She likes to create drama. That's the thing. And she's a narcissist. That's the thing. The boss lady. And I just remember like in the train when she kept saying, oh, thank you guys so much for accepting my, my tra- invitation. To my train. To my train. Girl, th- this is a upgraded Amtrak train. Please like, go sit down. Girl, <laughs> calm the fuck down. Calm down. You want to know who we didn't talk about though? Fucking Swanky. That's my guy for real, bro. Do you have notes on Swanky? I do. And my notes are mostly around um, the train, bro. Mm-hmm. The train. The Nigerian came out. He, bro. And he was trying to be composed. But when people get mad, all, even my parents, when they get mad, their accents come out a little bit harder, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and you can't tell them to calm down. You that can't. was Naked's mistake. Big uh, mistake. Big mistake. But just in general, like, I really love Swanky. Like, he was coming with the fits every, every single time, His bro. GQ cover looks. Gorgeous. Ate everybody up. Right. He ate everybody up. But you wonder what he kind of failed at, though? What? The dress he picked for Annie's Val Renewal. I didn't oh, like yeah, it. yeah, I didn't like it either. I... It was it was giving prom. It was. I don't... I, it wasn't giving Val Renewal. It was not giving... I've been with you for 20 years. Uh-huh. Mm. It wasn't, but I it true, but I truly love Swanky. I thought he was really funny, and I really appreciate appreciated the fact that he could get along with the guys just as well mm-hmm. as he could get along with the girls. And he was he was truly giving everyone advice, being a mediator, being a good yeah, guy. good fr- yeah, like, good he was friend, really, like a good guy. Hey, no, love Swanky the most, the most, the most. Who have we talked about? Who are naked and Kaylee? Oh, I have nothing to say about them, I, to be honest. I, they weren't, like, I kind of, like... They're kind of irrelevant. Like, I kind of did used to like Kaylee until she pulled that thing on the train. The train! Girl. Like In the I, safari. Exactly, like, girl, what? Whatever, like, she... I, was I, I cool think she's just her. scared of Zari. That's why she Probably. agreed. Probably. I was I was just cool on her. And naked sometimes, he just talks too much. Too? He just talks too much. Sometimes you can talk, but you're, what you're talking has nothing to do with... The conversation, you know, you're, you're just talking to hear yourself. So, me and that was naked like, the entire season. Uh huh. So I was really like, okay, 
You got it. No, literally. Good. Do you have any closing thoughts about the show? Just that I really loved Kanye towards the end. I did. She had a great character development. Like, I really like, did love her at the end. Amazing character development. And I'm not really sure what happened between her and Annie for them to become such close friends. No, actually. But I'm really glad that it did because at the beginning of the show, it really seemed like they weren't going to be... They were at each other's necks. But I'm really glad Kanye had such great character development. And if there's someone in that show me I wouldn't like to fight with, it's Kanye. Because... I would not want to be on Kanye's bad side. She took her down. She took Zari down. Literally. It was great. I love to see it. I love it. I think they need a show like this, but with people like our age. Because mm-hmm, like are young. No. We're young. No, yeah. Which young? Y'all are all pushing 40s. Because two babas, seven kids. <laughs> uh. <laughs> African Queen came out when? The late 90s? I, the only person who's young is Nadia. That is it. Barely, I mean, what is she, like 24 or something like that? Like, I guess so. That's like that's the only person because all of y'all are... We need one for college students, though. Like, that would be so funny. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I loved this show because it really highlighted that African women, African men, we are the key, key kings and queens. Exactly. We cannot help ourselves mm-hmm. when it comes to gossiping or just spilling tea. Mm-hmm. I think it's in our nature sometimes. Exactly. And it also, like, went to show that, like, you can live nicely in Africa, bro. That's the thing. Like, I literally drove past this neighborhood every day to go to school. And there were a ton of other neighborhoods like this in South Africa. And in in multiple African countries. Like, it just shows that African people can be rich. Yeah, and and we all don't live in huts next to lions and elephants driving safari jeeps. Like, someone actually asked me that before. Like... Like, you, I think it was good that they showed the continent having wealth because mm. in America, people think that Africa is on its last legs. <laughs> and, and, I, and obviously there's poverty, but there's poverty Everywhere. in America as well. Like, like, America is a third world country with a Gucci belt on. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like, there's poverty everywhere. It's just that, like, the poverty in Africa is just showcased in, like, a different way. Definitely. But... It, it was truly beautiful to just see I, them, It like, was great. Right? My last thoughts, though, is um, justice for Vic Mensah. Oh, for real, bro. Vic, if you need comfort, we're here. Vic. Vic. Vicky He's Vic. fine. I, I looked him up. My jaw dropped to the ground. <laughs> I said, eh, eh, this is Vic. This is the Vic you want to go to Diamond for. You know what Naya would say? Um, I don't even know if I can say this on live, but I'll try to mask it. So basically... <laughs> When Nadia came back from her trip, sometimes when she would talk about Vic, she would be like, oh, he fed me good food and good. Yeah. Kanye's face was like, huh? And my face was like, huh, <laughs> too. I was like, oh. That's it? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't connect oh, okay, on a deep okay. level? And then she said, oh, and we connected in like so many different ways. But like, he fed me good food and good. I didn't think we were talking about this on international television. Chai, but okay. Went with her mom watching. Mm. but yeah that is all we have to say until part two we have a special guest on his way as we speak so i'm gonna cut it right here and next time you hear us we're gonna be getting into i don't want to say more serious but you'll see what we have to say so stay tuned hello everyone we are back again and our special guest is finally here. If you want to introduce yourself, I would love to introduce myself. Um, hi, I'm Damon Charleston. Um, 
I attend the same college as um, these two lovely ladies, and I study um, nutritional sciences with a concentration in biomedical. I'm pre-med track, and that's a little, a little bit about me. It's giving beauty and brains and intelligence. <laughs> it's giving black excellence. <laughs> so basically, Damon is Damon is on the show because he is doing a special project that he approached me from. The funny thing is, we met super briefly freshman year. We met, then we all got sent home. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like it was like I want to hang out with you. But yeah, we met through like mutual friends. Literally, I don't even remember how we met. I think it was like briefly, like maybe for like 15 minutes top in yeah. like the lunchroom, yeah. like the dining hall. Yeah. I think we were eating, you guys joined and like, we were like, it's like kicking, like kicking, like just like having a conversation. And that's how we met. It was like really brief. It was like, Two I, was, years I was like, ago. yeah, Dang. it was like, yeah. Two years ago. Haven't like, spoken since. Yeah, it was right at <laughs> oh the God. start. Like, dead ass, we met. I think that week we got yeah. sent home. <laughs> We're like, okay, well, <laughs> catch you later. <laughs> see you. Um, survive. Hope we'll see you soon. <laughs> we'll Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> Hope to see you back on campus. No, and, like, you, like, literally. 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 It was hilarious. But, um, yeah, so, like, the whole story, like, how... So, I'll just first start off with, like, the project itself. Definitely. So, um... I'm a firm, like a firm believer, like trying not to burn out. And I took, um, I took, a, I take a lot of classes that don't mainly concern, like you know, um, like science courses. Like I try to do like other interests, like documentary, film, and all that kind of stuff. So I did a film class, and it's about to be. It's for this documentary, and you're supposed to do something that's meaningful to you, or like that you can talk about that is a, like you know about yourself. Mm-hmm. So I chose black culture. Period. And um, I mean, obviously the obvious choice. <laughs> <laughs> Not the obvious choice. <laughs> I chose black culture. And um, I specifically chose um, how black culture is um, like, how black culture is like internalized in like mass media mm-hmm. and how, and like the cultural appropriation that black people face as a result from it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that'd be super interesting. Cause like, you know, we have all like, what's, everything that's going on with TikTok nowadays. Literally. Like, and this black, white black Twitter, <laughs> yeah, black Twitter. Literally. Like we, it's every single day you can see something. So I thought that would be really, really interesting to um to talk about. So I did the film, and we were supposed to have two interviews um for the film, and I was like, who can I interview? I was like trying to think. I was like, I want someone who's like you know, um, who can speak really well about this subject, who like you know knows a little bit about it, who's obviously black themselves, yeah. and particularly who's a woman who's not not a male because I, I like. I can only talk about my male experience on right. it. So I wanted to get like a different um, perspective as well. So I was like, I know this girl from like freshman year. I've met like for 15 minutes. I was like, yeah. I was like her. I was like, yes, Lily. So I contact um, her up and then I like, I explained briefly. And like, guys, we haven't talked since like, in, like two really, years. To, like, 20, like March 2020. Yeah, like literally in a long time. And that was March 2022. Yeah, exactly. Not the anniversary. Full, no, literally full circle moment. Hold on. So... I contacted. I was like, not trying to be weird. Like, like <laughs> hey, <laughs> you. Know? long time, no time. Yeah, no time to see. Like, I was like, but well, I just had this amazing film. I really wanted you to be a part of it, and because I know she had a podcast, and I, I'm a, like, a, I'll listen to this podcast. Like, I got literally listened to this podcast, and we said we said by Dizzle Dion and um, and Ricky Thompson. Thompson. Love them. Ooh, love. Have them. you not heard that podcast? It is Yo. so good. They got video now too. They oh, do. Really? Yes, it's hilarious. Oh, it's so good. It's hilarious. So I so, love that podcast. Literally, the only two podcasts I listened to was this one and that one. And I was like, 
perfect. You literally like, gasped my head when, when he approached me. I'm like, because the funny thing is, I didn't even like consider myself like a content creator. Yeah. Like, I don't, I still don't. And when you said, I was like, shit, I do kind of make shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I make sure. shit shake. Give yourself the title that you deserve. Like, Honestly, stop undervaluing. Like, clearly. That part. <laughs> but yeah, so. Anything else you want to plug about your pro- your project when it comes out? Anything? Um, it's it's supposed to come out Friday. Ooh, mm. countdown. <laughs> it, yeah, the countdown is counted down, and I'm like, the days are days. Yeah, like I got other stuff to do. Like, Damn. it's not just my only thing. Like, I got right. like all these exams coming up, so I'm like Literally. stressing about it. But it's gonna get done. It's gonna be amazing. It's um, going to be so amazing. I so it comes. It gets. Um, and Friday, then it goes to like this whole panel boards, like for the film festival and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole class gets to see it, and it also gets judged in like the MSU film festival. Um, so a lot of like you can just go on from th- like um, MSU film fest website when it gets entered, look at it yourself. If I'm the top three winners, then you'll see it directly on the page. Fingers crossed, cross, <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, but um, yeah, that's how you can view it. Um, if you want to see the film, but yes. um, this lady right here, she'll be a part of it, so I'm you'll be able so to see excited. her. So excited, and that project is what you know sparked this idea for the second half of the podcast. Because obviously, me and Imani were kikiing before <laughs> talking about the ick, talking about the show, this and that. But I feel like sometimes you know we can still kiki, but like you know, this is. Something that probably hits home to all of us. The majority of my listeners are black and go to PWIs. So this is something we can all relate to. So I came up with some questions. I'm going to be the interview lady today. Can't Ooh, wait. Love you on the other side. I know. I, I love style. it. I know. I was interviewing you. I love It's giving I love Oprah. This. I can't wait. I have my notes ready. So I have a few questions. Um, and we can come. We can go into them as much or as little as you want. Because I feel like we all have very distinct perspectives of Literally. going to Michigan State, you know, because yes. not being black is not a monolith, you know, we're very multifaceted. There's a lot <laughs> going on. So my first question is, what is it like being black at a PWI when it comes to maybe friendships, relationships, love, classes, anything within that realm? Uh-huh. Uh I guess it's kind of, like, at first, it is kind of difficult to, like, find your people, mm-hmm. especially out of PWI, but there are, like, some outlets to, like, help you find Black people and to, like, get to know Black people. Right. Um. I mean, me personally, most of my friends are African, um, which I really had to, like, dig deep in ASU for. And find. Right, and find um, those friends, but eventually you kind of, like, do get comfortable, but... I definitely wanted to come to a PWI just because of the experience that I had growing up in South Africa. Um, I just wanted to experience different people because Mm -hmm. I just was around the same people my whole life because I went to the same school for 12 years. So I just... Right, that's mad, bro. Like, I just wanted... Something different. Shake it up. No, shake it up. And and we got shook. (laughs) We got shook. Like, like, see something different. The fucking core. When it comes to relationships, I I Ooh. feel like, yeah, right. I mean, damn. Clearly, I'm still single. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's definitely hard out here to find somebody serious about you. Mm, you know, yeah, because the black men are not checking for us. I don't. I I think it's not even have to like like just being like an outsider because like for a second because like I'm not a black woman myself. Like it's not even like about um. 
like already being hard enough being a black woman trying to find like like love in a PWI, but like also no one's trying to like be in a serious relationship in a college. That's anyway. true. So this That's makes true. it exactly. this makes it twice as hard. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of like got like these two things is like exactly. kind of against you already. Like, right. right. Like it's definitely hard for people that are like damn like i really want a serious yeah. relationship like i'm not about these games like obviously some people are fine with the casual but some aren't yeah, and they're really fine. just like Do damn you. like i can't like and i just <laughs> i just be feeling bad for them sometimes you know yeah i know i feel like i was that baby at first i want to i'm gonna find the love of my life in oh, college I, too, I came in there <laughs> I'm, girl I'm no i am the least serious person no, now I yes. I thought to myself, I'm gonna come to college. I'm gonna find my boyfriend. Find your I'm husband. Gonna, I'm gonna get married yeah. to him, oh, and like that's it. Is, yeah. And like freshman year, when that didn't happen, I was just like, damn. Sophomore year, if I don't have a boyfriend, then I'm I suck, bro. I suck. <laughs> the I gag is suck. people are just not checking you, for that in college. I think one of like the biggest, like one of, like the most uplifting things I've heard is like you're not for everyone, and that's okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like you're you're not for the masses. Like if everyone likes you, or like every like. You kind of like in this day and age, is every like doing something a little bit wrong? Like it's mm-hmm. like you're supposed to find your person who's right for you. Who right. they're out there, you'll find them. Wherever time comes, you'll get it. So that's like that's like a little thing I mm-hmm. like, keep yeah. me through. <laughs> Honestly, but um, I want to say my experience coming to a PWI um is a little different mm-hmm. um than I want to say um hers because um coming from um. I'm from Canton, so coming from like a predominantly already white like mm, school to begin right. with, this is like all I like. Well, 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 yeah. we know. Oh, right. you know. So like, um, sometimes like when I have friends who um do come from predem- like pre- predominantly like other areas that are not just like black but like any other kind of race, um, they talk about like how they're like uncomfortable in certain situations or like you know, um, when I, like navigating themselves on campus. And um, I find it interesting because I'm like, oh, like, I've never kind of felt that way because, like, this is, like, all, like predominantly the only thing like, I've known. So, like, ever right. since I was in kindergarten, um, mostly, like, one or two black kids in the um, class to begin with. So, I guess, like, over the years, I kind of got used to it mm. in a way, like, desensitized. Um, not bad nor a good thing. It's just, uh, just what it is. Um, right. And so, coming here, I just... I mean, I felt, I felt my element. I, I mean, it was all, it didn't, feel, it didn't feel awkward. Yeah. It didn't feel awkward. It didn't feel out of place. I didn't feel like I was a fish out of water, mm-hmm. but it was just really interesting. It's like to talk with other black individuals who did come from predominantly like mm-hmm. one race school or one black area and how they did feel that way. Mm-hmm. It was like a little eye opening, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's how like mine's my situation a little bit. Different. Yeah. No, I definitely feel that because my, my high school or my school in general was an international school. So I went to school with like, black people and white people like that's literally all it was black mm-hmm. white like there was nothing else. <laughs> no like, in between there was no in between like there was no <laughs> it's one um, or the Hispanics, other <laughs> there was no asian like nothing it was just black people and those black people were all african or white people who were mostly french or any type Ooh, of european okay. so it was literally all that so when i came here i don't want to say that i was in my element but sometimes it was definitely weird to be the only black person because yeah. yeah. i was just like Damn! It's like Ain't nobody yeah. else. There's like, sixty thousand of us, and I'm still the only person in here. Right? Like it can't be no fifty-fifty. Like oh, where y'all at? Where y'all? And that's the thing. When I came here, and it took me a minute to find Black MSU, oh. but once I found, I'm like, the fuck have y'all been at? <laughs> where were you guys? I need to join it. I haven't been at a lot of Black MSU events. I've been living vicariously through the social because I follow like a lot of 
like um, black people on like social media. So I'm like, they always post like the. I'm like, that looks kind of like. Oh, Bro, we know. we be living our lives. I know, living our I, I lives. I came to MSU like specifically like I don't need to find the black people because I knew that it was a PWU and I heard stuff about like how like you gonna be lonely. Yeah. So I the minute I got admitted to MSU and I committed, I knew I was just like. A-S-U-B-S-A. No, literally. I was joining. Like, I already knew that's what it was. You're DMing. Hey, I'm going to this school too. Hey, I'm Yasmin from 2023. Because I knew there was no way I was going to move in, have a white roommate. My mom's looking at her like, hmm. <laughs> Not the judge. We have Molly, Dolly, and Polly looking at us crazy. Right. Mama like, are you going to be okay? Right. <laughs> that's crazy. So do you feel like, in these white spaces, you know, we're probably one of two, three if we're lucky. Do you find yourself, or even at like parties or at the clubs, like, do you find yourself like watering yourself down or just not being your full self because you're one of the few minorities? Um, personally, um, again, because you know, just going off personally, y'all have different experiences. I know how y'all like to tussle. Yeah, y'all like the girls like to tussle and assume things. But it's because I have an experience doesn't mean that every black person has the same yeah. like place as experience. Mm-hmm. So just want to throw that out there. But um, personally, for me, um, I would want to say no. Like, okay. like what? Like That's I've good. always just been my authentic self and everything that I've like I've done and like introduced myself to people. Um, in white spaces, I've never been uncomfortable. Um, I feel like I've been really luck- lucky enough to find because I mean there's definitely some instances that even I've heard of like things happening on campus with like you know um, racist remarks or stuff like this with supposed friends but um I've been blessed I want to say um just to find some really good core people that you know regardless um even that you know whatever the case might be they're not black but they when I do go through those issues they're there to like listen they're open-minded they're not like validating my feelings or like stuff like that. They're like, there's like cool people. So I'm like glad that I found those people. But right. no, um, personally for me, I have, I have not, have not had done, like luckily have done that. That's good. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I feel like we're reflecting back on high school when I was writing this question. I feel like I wasn't my true self in high school. I feel mm. like I wasn't, I, I don't feel like I was fully myself until I think last spring semester. Uh-huh. Where I fully felt like this is Yasmin. I am that girl, the it girl, the shit girl. Like I, I don't know, because uh-huh. when you reflect, obviously, you're like okay, we're in high school, we're all changing this, yeah. that, the third. But last year was like my year. This year, my year. Like I really feel like I'm finally ap- like unapologetically myself this oh year, my and I love it. It's a little late in the game, but we're here. We made it. <laughs> you know, like never late to like right, never late to never. We got here. But yeah, what do you think? I mean, I can't lie. I obviously changed my accent when I came here <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, I, I think it really just depends on the situation, yeah. obviously. Um, when I'm with my African friends, um, I'm going to let out my South African accent here. And then. Mm-hmm. And when I'm with the Black people, I'm going to do the Black accent. And when I'm with white people, then it depends on the white per- on the white people sometimes i'm really comfortable with them sometimes i don't care but there are some white people where i'm gonna do the, the customer white, the, service the customer voice, service voice. Mm-hmm. so when i'm at, so obviously, <laughs> when i'm at work um when i'm talking to like you know like an old lady at yeah, the store or some social stuff and if i'm being honest when i'm at customs and i'm trying to get into the damn country <laughs> 
<laughs> I was trying to come. Okay. I was trying to come back from Mexico. Oh, we, she was there. Yes. Oh. We all we all got through in ten minutes. Took this big two hours. I was, two, I was in the line for two hours. Two hours. Because her, her South African passport. Oh. They were not letting her back into the country. <laughs> that, like that line was so long. Like you, Jesus Christ. And the thing is, like they have like a TV saying, "Oh, like the wait time is gonna be fourteen minutes." I was like, "Okay, dub 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 dub." What fourteen minutes? The line was so long, and the worst part is that when I got there. The man didn't even like look at me crazy. He didn't do anything just because like I'm grateful to like at least have a South African passport, a passport that isn't like you know like that people aren't just like that isn't like looked down upon a passport that doesn't like cause me complications. Right. Yeah, like, but, like from the Middle East or something like that. Exactly. Right. But which it shouldn't be like that, but it right. Is. But right. damn, the line was long. Took her. They did not want her back in this damn country. Right? <laughs> I said, babe, you, know, you, you need to get married off and get this green card. Not get married the, off. You need to like, get this passport. Only for me to get there and the man to just look at and just be like, okay, two seconds. You have like, mm. yes. shame, shame, shame. I'm screaming. Yeah, but like really quickly, I wanted to touch on um when you said like you thought. You weren't being your authentic self in high school. Mm-hmm. That part I could resonate with. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to do with like um being um black and primarily like um white institution or like a white, a white school or whatever. But I just think like naturally coming into yourself is just a progression of life. Like mm-hmm. that's just life it's itself. Like you're just you're like we're all finding out who we are to some extent. And like we kind of all know it like a little bit because like we like when I was in high school, like per se, I was a little bit um shy, wouldn't really speak up for myself. Um, I was kind of known for like, you know, don't mess with him because he's the nice kid. Like, oh, right. like not me being the nice kid, but like, that's right. fine, you be the nice kid. <laughs> right. like, like in private, if someone, if something happened, then I'd like talking to my friends, like how I'm talking right now, like, you right. know, just keeping like, saying what I gotta say, but like in public, like, I would never, like, I was mute. I not never mute. Thing. So when I got to college, I was like, because no one went here from like my school. Like, really? No friends. You go to peace up? Um, no. Oh, thank God, no. no. <laughs> PSEP is the school Peace, where it's yes. three different high schools on the same campus, and you have to go in between the schools yes, different classes. That that school's like 3,000 people. Huge. My brother went there. He did not like it. I was like, my, I I was bet. Like, my parents divorced, so I just want my mom. Mm-hmm. You're running, running to yeah. different schools. I was like, I was like, so I didn't go there, um, thankfully. But, um, but coming here, I just really made the effort. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be my authentic self. And if people don't like it, then people don't like it. That's their business. Like, that's not a me problem. That's a you problem. Mm, so that's, period. like, kind of my mindset that I had into this. And that's, like, where I, like, my experience in this, like, being in this um, institution. Mm-hmm. But I think that was just really a really interesting point you brought up about the mm-hmm. high school experience. Definitely is a journey. But back to closely related to your short film, talking about Black culture, mm-hmm. we got into this briefly. Um, about black culture being a TikTok trend, Mm -hmm. being a Twitter trend, being a hashtag, being (sighs) something that is not the opposite. You know what I mean? Like people who are taking black culture and capitalizing it and running with it and leaving Mm -hmm. us behind. So what are your guys' thoughts? So like some examples I have, like people using AAVE, um, sticky bangs, which is essentially white girls doing their edges, Uh, boxer braids being cornrows, Mm -hmm. and... The Kardashians, their whole embodiment. So, what do you think about that? Gonna be a long one. Um, obviously, I I'm not the best. I'm not the age. God, I'm not the most well informed <laughs> in Black culture. So, I can mm-hmm. try to like speak off of like African culture. True. Mm-hmm. Um, people really do love to steal African culture, 
and just black culture in general and make it a trend, mm-hmm. um, make money off of it. And especially when they don't understand when it come, where it comes from mm-hmm. and why it is what it is. Right. And, it, and it's just like really is sad that they don't see the importance because you actually try to talk to people and be like, oh, like you can't do this for this, that, and that reason. And they'll be like, oh, why? But it's just a style. <laughs> It's just that. It's just... Uh, right. It's like, that's where it gets me upset. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm the type of person who's super understanding. Like, right. I don't know everything in the world. Mm-hmm. If I do something offensive, like, Let me call know. me out. Literally, call like, me out. Like, rightfully so. Like, if I do something like... If you get, as a non-black person, if you get called out, and I know that sometimes it could be like, you think you're receiving a lot of hate because it's like a million people not one time. It's a human reaction. I get it. Right. But like, if you come back defensive... And not sympathetic, or that's at least an, that's it's like understanding. you're yeah. understanding, or at least trying to. But you're saying, "Oh no, 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 no! This is how it is." Mm-hmm. And someone's like, "No, this is actually how it is." And you're like, like trying to argue with them. But I have a black friend, yeah, and she said, <laughs> "No, like don't like that's literally something infuriated. Like infuriated me more. Like literally, don't yeah. do that. Just we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all learn from our mistakes. That's what all that's what life is about. Just take what you learn from that situation. Just don't do it again. Simple as that. But don't try to like. I hate when people like do something that they know is wrong mm-hmm. and they and justify she- it. Oh yeah, that it's the justify like, it's the like trying to justify a part that literally like irks me. No, like literally. the AAVE, you guys are using it incorrectly as first and foremost. Like, super yeah. annoying. <laughs> like if I hear if I hear period or per one more time, I swear, <laughs> Not her. her. They say per after like literally every sentence, and I'm like, like oh you you, oh. you want to go to Kroger? Yeah, okay, per her. her. <laughs> Not a, to Kroger. A, a, little, a, little, a little Target run. Per. <laughs> no. Let's get the bill. Okay, I understand it. Like, you're surrounded, you have, like, you know what African American vernacular is cool, it's trendy, rubber. But you're using it improper at that, and you're using yeah. it wrong. Like, at least say it right. Yeah, like, at least say mm-hmm. it right. And then, and then it's like them taking it over and calling it Gen Z language. Yo, like, I didn't even like, know about that until you told me about like, it. Like, literally, not like. Not not them talking about ooh sis is like our new like little thing like my aunt says sis since <laughs> way back when since like yeah. literally ever like you talk to like my auntie now like not <laughs> not you being the old generation like that's <laughs> and then that's like what's like so like also kind of your advice is like they're like you're you're misrepresenting black culture and like you're like not even keeping up with the time and you don't even know what like so, you're yeah. talking Severely. about like like we're like we're in the present and y'all like ten years back. Uh-huh. And I just feel like it's even more of a problem in the U.S. Like, because obviously there's racism and appropriation, like in a lot of countries in the world. But I feel like at least some countries will be more understanding because they have their own culture. That's the thing. Americans have just. It's a melting pot, which I love. It is a melting pot. I love that. I love being able to experience other cultures, Mm -hmm. but it's like. It's a difference between appropriation mm-hmm. and appreciation. And that's yeah. a fine Not line. Not you get between... out of my head. Get out of my head. That was my next question. <laughs> and it's a fine line between the two because like it's a great area. Yeah, it's thing. a great area. It's definitely a great area that like I know we like black people aren't ourselves immune to cultural appropriation. Like we ourselves can do it. Like I mean, like there's everyone like, can do it. Everyone yeah. can do it. I mean, there's celebrities with like you now chopsticks in their hair, like not the right, like right. Um, not hairpins and all that kind of stuff. And it gets like gray areas mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm not saying that like black people are like immune to right. doing this ourselves. And we are because, not just bashing white people. Yeah, this, we're is, not, this is not a yeah. white bashing channel. This is like a whole conversation that right. comes to everyone. Like, right. We all got to tell ourselves. Yeah. Of course. A lot of people just like appropriate other people's like 
Um, and as much as I love black people, I just feel like some black people do think that they're immune to cultural yes. appropriation mm-hmm. and they don't understand it. Like you were talking about like the chopsticks or wearing um, like cultural attire from like Asian countries. And kimonos and stuff like that. And they're making it sexy. They're making it short. When people have told you numerous times, like, please don't wear that because because it's disrespecting my culture. And I'm like, "Uh oh, but it's just clothing. But that's an issue. But it wasn't just hair a minute ago. Exactly. Like, Like, if you, I'm a firm believer, like, do upon others what you want to do upon yourself. If you're asking for respect, respect others yourself. We respect others. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. So what do you think? So how, how does a non-black person show appreciation so they're not called out for appropriating i think i think as i think it all boils down to your attention mm-hmm. um intent i mean it's hard to figure out like what people intents are if you yeah. don't know the person right but the people around you they'll know your intent like mm-hmm. um if it's it's obvious if you just if you like i think also a good thing about appreciation um is like you understand what black culture is on a deeper level Mm -hmm. like you're not just surface level like taking away like you're not just saying like aave you're not just listening to rap you're not just like which you can do it's nothing wrong with that but like um you're not doing that kind of stuff you're like you understand where why the hairstyles are the hairstyles that they are the culture importance Mm -hmm. um you understand what the like what rap is signifying like what it means and like what does it mean as um in the black culture like stuff like that Mm -hmm. i think like I think as a like as a non-black person because I don't want to say white people because I'm not specifically just even calling out white people but yeah. just like as a non-black person to just you know dig a little deeper on the things that you're consuming online because yeah. Yeah. I think that was one thing that I I was bringing up in my uh, when we brought up our conversation like who like who is exactly at fault when it comes to cultural appropriation mm-hmm. because it and gets a little yeah it gets a little gray because like. It's like a long game of telephone. Like you don't know who Started. who was the first yeah. infiltrator yeah. of like. Because like if I'm just a girl, if I'm just Kaylee from Oklahoma, and I see something online of this cute like you know cornrow hairstyle on TikTok yeah. of a white girl doing it, I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then I want to do it myself. Right. And then you know I get bashed. I get yeah. bashed for it because I'm doing something wrong. I get called up for it. Like you are, you are, you did do something wrong. Mm-hmm. But like, where did it start? But where did it start? Like, yeah, yeah it's like it's like. It's like you unknowingly did something. Right. And I think that's where it kind of gets like yeah. gray in the area kind of. Because yeah. it's like, it's just like, it comes down to education. Just mm-hmm. educate on what you're consuming. Mm-hmm. Not everything is for you. It's some, right. Sometimes it's good just to look from afar. Appreciate from afar. You don't gotta do it. Yeah, you don't gotta touch. You don't, you don't gotta experience. You don't have to be included in everything. Yeah, it's exactly. okay to not be included and just, you know, take a back seat. There's so many cultural things that I think that don't come from my culture that are beautiful that I can never participate in right. because I don't come yeah. from the culture itself. And that's okay. But I can stand back and just appreciate the beauty. Right. And, and that's totally fine. And I just feel like when it comes to culture, there are some things that are, yes, purely for aesthetics, but there are some things that are for functionality yes. because it benefits Literally. those people uniquely because it has helped those people uniquely. So I feel like if you're an outsider, you're an outsider to that to that culture and you're just like, oh yeah, I want to do this because I think it looks cute. 
that's not how it's those different. people see it. Right. Yeah. They're not doing it because it looks cute. So we're doing it for efficiency for something exactly. else. Yeah. Even like braids. I was in the mall the other day with my grandma, and I literally saw this white girl with box braids. And one, I was like, "How are they staying in your hair?" Exactly. First and foremost, not the slip. <laughs> the slip is real like, because I'm, that's a protective style. To okay, us, like, you know, like the way that I was like, my mom would t- would take me to the hair salon when I was a kid, like all the time because who's doing it? Like the hair is hard to manage. Like it's, yeah, you just want to be calm right. and live your life like by. Ease, right? Like I don't think they, I don't think people who do do that, who are non-black, who do do those hairstyles, even understand how culturally deep hair is for yeah. black people. Deep cultural hair is like black hair is so culturally deep that our first millionaire in America was a black woman who ran a hair company. Literally, literally. So if that should tell you the importance that black people put so much on the hair, because it was a time period and like in a place that you get discriminated for mm-hmm. or have still. It. still now um, right. black women are being, you know, you can't wear this because this is unprofessional in the workplace. Yeah. You can't do this because this is unpresentable. Like our natural things that we naturally have mm-hmm. or black women naturally have, or just any black person naturally have, we are demonized for yeah. and um, discriminated for. But then when it's on place on non-black counterparts, it's like, Ooh, you know, That's trendy, spicy, yeah, no, spicy like, Ooh, you did something mm-hmm. new and innovative. Like, no. Not the new right? and innovative. And, the and boxer you, braids. And, and you'd see, like, these black men, like, with, um like, braids, you know, because it helps to grow out there. Yes. It helps to manage right. it. And then in Cabo, we would see, like, all Yo. these, like, white boys with, like, braids. The same like, braids. And their hair would literally be tiny. And I'm just like, why are you braiding your hair? You don't need to. And you look funny. If you look funny. <laughs> the, First of all, you funny. look funny. The braids are done wrong. The braids are short. Like, it's not a long time. It's I mean, not it. I, the time's coming down, so let me restart. Let's restart Pulse. this. I want to put a pin in the conversation, <laughs> and we're running back. So we'll be right back. Hey, babes, we're back. Okay, so our conversation was getting spicy, so we're <laughs> gonna keep the momentum going. Um, so have you ever seen a non-black person doing something? I actually, so I'm saying this because the sticky bang trend. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it in person i've only ever seen it on tiktok so i'm wondering like are the masses really doing it are they and where are they they'd be the ops they'd be undercover (laughs) i know for a fact i know for a fact things happen while i'm not present of course like because obviously like like obviously like you know you know what you're doing is wrong Mm -hmm. you're conscious so you're obviously not gonna do a black person's around of course. But when, like, you know, that's why we, like, you see online, like, you know, where those, like, you know, people who are, like, there's no black people around, and they see something racist, and then they get called out for, like, it's happening behind closed doors. Like, I know it's happening. No. I'm just not there to see it. Literally. So, I mean, the the one, I'm trying to think about an instance. It's so many, and it's like, I do like I do like that, like, that, like, you know, POC stare, like, where something crazy happens, and we're just like. You just look. Like, you're just like, mm. I can't say that right now because they, they outnumber look. us right now. <laughs> We're outnumbered. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make it back home. <laughs> so, so we're just like, you just give that look like, mm. like, did and, you just see what I just saw? And you find the other black person. Yeah. Was, you lock and it's just, it's just like the, like the little so like, like <laughs> it's like, yeah, we need to vacate this premises I love black people for that. <laughs> but I think I was at a frat party. Oh, no. You oh. see, you, you already starting off wrong. I, I already know. <laughs> I set myself up for that, like, disaster for this one. Set My worst up. own enemy, I know. But um, I was at a frat party, and um, <laughs> we, were, we were dancing to a song. And obviously, you know, like, we're in the age of rap music. So everyone listens to rap, which is, like, fine. Perfect to you. 
Right, I and obviously, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't do the clean version, mm. you know, the non N-word version. And I kid you not, I think, it, no, the bad thing about it, I think it was the clean version. So like the, the, song, the, song, the song went silent and the whole room said the N-word. They said it so loud, that fucking word bounced off the wall. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and me, and me and my friends, we were just like, like, I, did I just... Uh, where did we start fighting first? I was like, I was gagged because I was like, I was like, no. There's no way. I was like, no, not me. <laughs> not, not me. Not today. I'm that type of person who like pops off like anything. Like, I'm trying, like, I was raised to like, you know, stand up for yourself. Like, in the moment, like, right. don't pop your feelings. Like, if someone, like, someone tries to try you, say right then and there. Oh my God. And I'm just thinking like, I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, no, I can't do that right now. <laughs> I'm outnumbered. I'm all like, no, I can't. So I was like, yeah, it's time for me, God. Like, oh, it's time for me, God. And then it was so funny because it was like, um, I knew one of the um people who like, you know, were the fat boys. And he was uh, like, why are you leaving? I was like, oh, uh, dog. I was like, sure. yeah. He was like, oh, I was like, I was like, oh, so you do know? He was like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I understand. Well, like, no, I'm sorry. sorry. You like, probably I said like, it. I was like, not, yeah, I was like, not <laughs> I don't talk. We don't talk anymore. But, um. <laughs> I was like, now you can get, like, sir, I'm just about to go. You be like, an apologist. I'm, yeah, like, no, I'm good. You don't got to apologize for the masses. Like, no, just literally. Let me or even you can go to Dublin, and they play Mobamba, oh and my God. y'all be yelling over the song a little too loud, yeah. and I can see you mouthing it. I remember there was one time me and Imani went, and the song came on, we just looked around. We didn't even see the song. Know. We just observed from every corner. I'm like, Maybe? hmm, hmm, <laughs> the ones who are posting the black squares. <laughs> Literally the black square. I, I, I might, I might not understand, but I'm with you. I stand with you. What you're saying, hmm. you're saying okay. And it's mm, like the main one listening to Trav. And it's like I'm not gonna sit up here and argue with a person. I can't. Because like, first off, you even saying that word already like lets me know you don't have like critical thinking skills. Because like, sir, I'm not about you're to. You're I'm not about to literally argue with someone who says the N word and be like, you can't say it. And like, well, why? It's in a rap song. I can say it. I can say right. you guys say it. Why can I say it? like that? No, Tommy. No, Tommy, see, my guy. That, shut that, the fuck up. See, that's not even the argument I'm trying to have with somebody because I'm, yes, I'm not right? gonna win. I'm you trying, won't win. You I'm won't trying win. to have the argument where someone calls me out my name and calls me you. <laughs> <laughs> because not, that's on site. Not the that's no, that, no, that would be the day. Not the, I don't want to just be like. We thought about it too. I, want, just, I, I said that too. I, I really want someone to try me. I, I never got no, tried. No, no. Because the I black, to be tried. The black people in those videos, like, they are saints. Because no. if it was me. If me, it was me. Bro, I, it would have took one second. I would have been like, come like, Fuck. I wouldn't be like Medea. I'm putting no. I'm, I'm getting the fucking forklift and I'm flipping the yes, car over. Really, no. I, I really want somebody to tell me. Like I see all these people. We've played boys, it out in our heads like, too. I see all these people going to frat parties and thankfully, sometimes it's just the song, but some people really just be calling people. You are a yes. and I want mm. that to happen to me. I like. I'm like. Let it be, Imani. Well, no, somebody is God, going to God die. forbid. <laughs> if he, that's probably why no one's called me that yet. Break, because, break, breaking Lord, news: South Lord African knows. student deported. <laughs> no, that would end up. It would be like an MSU uh, police alert. Everyone, <laughs> exactly. um, student has um. <laughs> exactly. Like, identify as a black female. For real, like I dare someone to. No, I know. I yeah, I have not been tried like that. Right? I, I wish the person would. Like, mm-hmm. I literally, like, I'm right just like. Right idea, wrong bitch. Because you know what? You ever, said, you ever heard that TikTok sound like, she wants me to get ratchet. She wants me to get ghetto. <laughs> and I could. 
and I don't have the time, but today I have the time. Right. And that will be me because you know, I like, will have the time. You know what, today? Today I got time. Because, because I hate, um, this is coming from like my black experiences like growing up. It's like your parents almost teach you in a way to like, like you, you're almost like the representative of your like. Your, yeah. Your, your, like, so it's like if you if you get like if someone says like something out of pocket to you, watch how you respond because mm-hmm. like you don't want to be categorized as like the angry black person, literally, or like you don't want to like misrepresent. Like I'm tired of being the representation for a whole race. Yeah, I'm just one person. How am I? Sometimes I want to be angry. Exactly. Yes. Sometimes I want to be angry, right. and I'm going to be rightfully angry because you just like tried me. Like, exactly. like those naughty fingers going yeah, like this. Right. It's not because like we. Just like I'm just popping off just to pop off, or like of you course. said something wrong, and I just like I'm gonna tell you. I, yeah, I just said like I'm gonna let you know what you said was wrong. Exactly. And Point blank. The delivery might not be pleasant, but it's the delivery that I'm gonna get. <laughs> exactly because if I don't, then coming back to like that point that I'm representing my entire culture and my entire people. Yes. If I don't stand up for it, then how? My how does that make yes. me? Then that clearly means that I don't care about how people yeah. treat me, about how people treat my people, because. Yeah. You're not. You're letting it happen to yourself. And in, a, in, in that instance, it it all comes to time and place because mm-hmm. I want you to be expressive and outspoken. But we we are black in America. Exactly. So it's like definitely people, like there's different ways to yeah. respond according to the situation. But regardless, you have to respond. Yeah, some you, way. Exactly. you have to address it. Exactly. Yes, you have to. Like you can't just like let somebody call you that. Just like. Oh, what's up, Mike? <laughs> no, because there's been time when I was in high school, like surrounding schools. Um, I went to West Bloomfield, so like mm-hmm. the BH, like Bloomfield Hills, was like our like surrounding school, and there were very few black people there, but there were friends with white people who I knew would say those things. But, oh, that's my dog, though. I right. I, I gave him they, the black card. Ew. Like, Revoke. I want those black cards to be taken Burn. away. Why is that even a thing? I don't though? know who came up Co- with where, that. Co- where's the card? I don't know who came up with that. Really? Came Whoever did straight to hell. So, as a black person, someone comes to you and she's like, oh, what up, my N-word? And you say, oh, what up, my dog? How was your week? Oh. What do you mean? Oh. The expectations are in hell. I wish. <laughs> like, I what? wish. How are you just, like, that. moving on and letting someone... How are you unfazed? Like, it's the it's like the way that, like, because, I mean, I can personally speak on this because even though it was a few black people in my school, I mean, there was a couple, like, don't get it wrong. Um, and, like, I would see, like, those dynamics. I wasn't a part of those oh, dynamics. I wasn't a but like they they would literally they would be like yeah like they can see the n-word to me and then they like make cotton jokes to them and slavery jokes like huh. now you're getting a little bit like uh. it's like it's like love yourself at some point no, at that point if like, you hate yourself to say it yeah like literally love yourself because like mm. sir these like jokes and like these like while it this might be ain't funny. Joke, yeah it's not fucking funny exactly and Who i just laughing? feel like for some like obviously this does not relate to like every black person that lets people like do this shit but like it kind of just like relates back to internal hatred yeah thank you y'all are tearing down black women but where's your mom where's your grandma no, your sister your the, auntie it's the way that when and uh, oh my god i I'm a black man, so I'm gonna talk about this myself. Talk on so it. So I, I hope there's any black people, like black men, who about to be like, no, but her. Because anytime they bring up the situation, they always like, no, they got the captain cadets trying to like, captain, trying, like ju- yeah, trying to like justify their actions. <laughs> like, no, it's it, it. It. it was so. It's interesting how you spoke on and like the like, like being as a black woman, 
and like how you're like even black men don't like like us sometimes and like just being in those spaces of like you know because um like I'm, I'm a man so i hear things so like like black men but like oh i don't like her because she's too dark hey but you you dark skin yourself <laughs> sir like you're darker than her like and, and once again I'm so sorry, but it's only in this country. Yes, and so I God, swear and so to that's God. One of the things, that's one it's only in this about. country. Because me, where I grew up, I've never met a black man that said, ah, how can you even think that I don't like black women? They, they, they get offended. Like, yes. they, they actually our, get offended. Our, our, our As African, they should. Like, our African friends that were born and raised in, like, Nigeria or other African countries, like, how can you even think that me, that me I don't like black yes. women? Like so, I don't know what happened when you come here, or maybe it's, it's even, even maybe it's even in the UK or like in other European it's countries. Definitely I US, it's definitely want to say it's embedded in the culture of because course. because I mean you can clock you can clock them a mile away as soon as you say mm. why aren't you like black women? Well, because <laughs> you know they're too loud and ghetto, and then you know <laughs> white women they're so like you know submissive wow. and they can like do exactly. anything. Someone exactly. told that to me. But, but, why, someone, do want, but why do you want someone submissive like, as, as a man? Like, and then and then I came and then I came across an interesting point. It's like as a like as a non-black woman when a man says that about you, That's aren't it. you embarrassed? Exactly. Right. He's not he's Run. not talking about Run. you. Exactly. He's talking about how he can control you. Huh. Exactly. Literally. Like, this is a, like this is weird. Like, white men are just like oh like. Oh, she's like submissive, so that's why I like her. This is supposed to be a partnership. Like, yes, this, this, exactly. Why do you want someone that's submissive? When all I'm hearing about that, when like they said, I'm like, oh, so you're you're insecure and you're not strong exactly, enough to handle like, exactly. someone who's too strong. You are not. Themselves. You're not comfortable in your masculinity yes. enough hey. to know that you don't need someone that is completely submissive. Yes, right. You should know how to handle your woman. Exactly. You should know how to have your partnership yes. with your woman to a point where it's equal or to a point where you people are comfortable. And clearly, you. Can't handle exactly. it. Exactly. But then the thing about about me is, is that they make it everyone else's and specifically black women problem. Exactly. Because then they bash black women and uh-huh. it's like y'all can't just be happy in y'all relationships. However that might come to be, it's my right. problem because I ain't with exactly. you. Exactly. But like at least leave black women. I, 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 I don't, we, we, we were talking about it earlier today, actually. When if you ask any non-black well, if you ask any black person, why do you like white? Why do you prefer white women? Well, you know, because black women are yes. excellent. Like, why can't you like? Question. Why can't you like Stacy for Stacy? Yeah, why exactly. can't because she's beautiful to me? Like, come That's on, like, exactly. really, like, because no one's saying that interracial dating is wrong. So without it, I wouldn't be here. Exactly, I wouldn't be it's here. It's just that in some cases, it is motivated by the wrong yes. reasons. It's the, wrong it's the intentions, which exactly. is what we're talking about right. with cultural appropriation. With appreciation, mm-hmm. it's all about intent. Yeah. It's and like, where you coming from? And you can see that shit from a mile you away. Some black men are with white women simply because they came across this white woman. And they vibe. And, and they vibe. And they love her. I love them. Her. Exactly. Period. But, Period. but some of them actively, yeah. I want a white woman yeah. because I don't want like black women because you're not comfortable in your in your masculinity and there are different degrees of masculinity. But way. you need to be comfortable in your own, man. That's it's key. the way going to clubs and seeing like the black Yo. man getting on their blind binoculars, like wow. to um like you know cross out every black woman. They're like fine, black woman. I'm gonna yeah. add on their list and it's going straight directly. Because the thing is, I'm I like, know I'm fine. Yes. So if yeah. I've never had a more humbling experience. <gasps> They go into these white bars at state, and I know I I don't have ugly friends. I know it. I pride myself on it, actually. So we're all coming. We're coming cute. We're coming fine. All of this just to come to a black man, and they're not even checking for me. But then we go to Cabo. We go surrounded. I I 
I go to New York. I go to Toronto. I go to Miami. Surrounded. Love. Yes. Bro, raining with love. Can't leave you alone. Can't leave These me alone. Follow. These white men in Mexico are checking for you. They want you. They are feeling they love that's why, you. That's why. Oh, I love talking about the subject. But that's why I literally, I'm always like, girl, like, as, like, black women, just stay outside. Like, experience. No, just like, get out of Michigan. Don't limit yourself. Get out of Michigan. Explore. Like, literally, yeah, just, do, like, find, like, find love. Be happy. Whoever is, because, like, you don't have to seek only one race. And if you do, to me, they call it preference. It's not preference. It's not. It's, not it's preference. Really, it's, oh. It's not preference. Thank you. It's not. Bruh, this podcast go for some <laughs> Because me, we're I don't I, like. I just I don't understand how, as like a POC, you can say that like your preference is white people. I don't understand that. I don't either. Because like as That's a POC, a if you tell me that your preference is POC, I understand that because we all go through similar experiences yes. that yes. we can bond on. But how is your preference like? I just don't get and, it. Like and I then just personally don't for me, it. I don't even understand the. the the whole preference thing because fine is fine okay yeah fine is fine you find it in the same any, language like, there's literally yeah there's literally like any race you are there's fine people exactly. in it. So i don't right. understand the whole like oh i want to date asians and it's always it is exactly. always rooted and so even, even with even when it's their preference like say like asian women are their preference it's, a it's still rooted in fetishism or like mm. or like um racism because like it it's is. like oh i want them to be small dainty yeah you know, that's and weird that stuff. that's weird you're talking about a girl like a little girl like exactly. you're that's careless weird. all that weird stuff and then like when it comes to like asian men per se like oh i don't date asian men because you know like their you know private area isn't as large like it's rooted it's in, rooted it's rooted, yeah. it's rooted in stereotypes and stuff like that so those preferences are like not even preferences exactly. because you're just being like, when it comes to like exactly when it comes to those kinds of preferences it includes it's so like, weird. Like, it's, it's so weird, and it's not a preference. Like yes. your preference should not be that. Like you can have a preference for sure, but I don't understand how your preference is. Yeah, I only like Asians. Yeah, I only like Hispanics. Like that doesn't make any or, sense. Or, yeah. Like yeah. your your preference should be something like, oh yeah, like I don't know, I like long hair. I don't no. know. I like short hair. Like oh, I I don't know. Like I like people who have a good stuff, conversation. Stuff, yeah, exactly. stuff that yeah, stuff that isn't like. That's is- rooted in like stereotypes and racism. Yeah. Exactly. But like 99% of the time it is. And I want someone with a big butt. Yeah. Huh. It's huh. the fetish, like, in us, it's like, especially black women, you get like fetish, like, fetishized as like black Since women itself. From like, time, literally. from young. That stuff can happen to anyone. It's just like, I go on days about that, but. No, literally days. You can clock, like, you can clock those people from yeah. a mile away. And it's so funny where like you get that like interaction in person and like, you're like almost kind of embarrassed, right? Like, when I like it's like, because like, mm-hmm. they like, oh, I got caught, exactly. <laughs> like, I got, caught. I got caught, yeah. Like, come no, cameras, come no, cameras. No one is saying that, like, you can't like have a preference, you can't like, yes, because, no, like, of course, that's not. how you go through life by liking things and by yes. not liking right. things. You figure it out, but there are some things that are simply immoral and that don't make sense. Free like, yourself are, from the shackles, free like, yourself, unshackle shackles. yourself. Hmm. Like, absolutely, I haven't talked about it, but I. Yeah, that could be like a whole. Oh. Maybe you guys should do like a whole podcast about dating as a black woman, like experience about that. You know, we could. Yeah, we that'd could. Be, that'd be a cute episode. Let me know if you guys want that. But one of the last questions I have is, as a black person, whether you're an international student, just identifying as a black person, what advice would you give to incoming college freshmen who are going to PWIs? And it can be 
specific to state or to really, if you want to generalize PWIs as a whole, mm. what would you want to tell them? I want to say, obviously, um, just, and I know it could be diff- it could be difficult. It, 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 it depends on, I'm coming from a person who's in, in the country, so I'm not mm-hmm. talking about international stance. So it could be two categories and then like us black students come from the country. They either come from a PWI, like from all their life, like right. me, or they come from a part of like, you know, all black school, all like monolith or like, you know, all one race. Right. Which is fine, nothing wrong with that. So like when I when I would say like um as a black person coming from a PWI to begin with, I coming come from a PWI to another PWI is like just going from one pond to another one. It's right. like it's not that much difference. You know how to navigate yourself. You you you've been in those experiences and stuff. So I'm not talk. I don't. I won't talk about that too much. But like from the experiences that I've heard from Black people who have come from all, all Black school, I just want to say like maybe to like just go out, find your people, find Definitely. find your group of people. Um, go out and explore. Just do like do you like don't be hindered from like trying to experience things because you might feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um. Just experience everything and anything that you can, and eventually you will find your people that are for you mm-hmm. and who you are for. Definitely. Um, and you'll find those people. And just also know how to read a room because <laughs> put your glasses you will, on. Yeah, you will be in. You will be, and I've definitely had this experience where I've been in classes and we're talking about like stuff like redlining huh. or like or like stuff like that things that happen in the U.S. that like you know that like happens with systematical racism, and they always got those like cadets that are trying to like. Well, devil's advocate, like, ooh, that didn't happen. The devil's advocate, go or, meet the devil. Or go to like, hell. Or it's like, or it's like they're trying to invalidate, like, like, Everything. sir, these things did happen. Like, like here's but, the like, proof. Like, as a the only black person in the room or in the situations, you can't like call like it's uncomfortable to like yeah like call out because it's like it's like well, dang, like I, I, I'm just the only one in here, like, and don't silence yourself, yeah, you know. Like, but like at the same time, don't silence yourself. So just like know how to like read a situation and act accordingly, because things can go left really quickly if you don't know yeah. how to like do stuff. Because like like I said before, we're still you know black people in America, and things happen all the time. Like, of course, you know people come and go missing when they go on dates, they go on boats, and they don't come back. And Literally, all this type of stuff, and it's just like just be safe, but also don't hinder yourself. Live your life. And be you. Don't limit That's, yourself. Yeah, don't limit yourself. Explore all the options. What about you, Imani? Um, so obviously being black in America is definitely like a hard and crazy thing. Before I came here, my dad was actually like having that conversation with me. He was just like, You're going to a country where being black is not as easy as it is being mm-hmm. black here. Mm-hmm. And there's just like some things that you're gonna have to get used to. And we just like had a conversation about that. And I understood what he meant. And I told him that, yeah, like, and obviously um, I'm a sophomore. So when I was like looking to come to the US, COVID was happening, right. um, George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, like, it was just, like, a lot. So I was having that conversation with him. I was telling him, like, I know what's going on. And, like, you just have to be safe. You just have to be mm-hmm. safe, especially. Mm-hmm. And you have to be more safe than everyone else just yeah, because you're in an environment way. that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You're in an environment that you don't know, and the odds are already working Stacked against, against you. you. Because you don't know people's are. attentions. You don't. Exactly. You don't. you don't know people's attentions. So it's kind of just, like, you have to be aware. You have to be aware all the time. You have to be self-aware. You On have your to, P's and Q's. You like... have to know how to read a room, yes. know if this is a situation for you or not. And 
although things are hard, you can't limit yourself because you are right. in college. Like everyone else. You are in college like have everyone else. And this is the time to have those experiences. And not only are you in college, but you're in a completely different country. So you have the opportunity to explore and find yourself. And I don't mm-hmm. think that you should be like limited by all these like safety concerns. Like obviously the number one thing is to always be safe yeah. because you're alone here, but don't limit yourself. Like go out, explore, find your people. Um, if you're African, join ASU, please. Jo- join BSA. Please, like, please, please. I don't know. Join the group chat. Like join the group Reach chats. Reach out to people like, on Instagram. Exactly. Like. Um, I know there's like these Thai clubs. If you're from mm. Thailand, there's these Japanese mm-hmm. clubs. There's so many cultural like, clubs. If, there if are a lot of cultural clubs. Yeah. Like, all these stuff, right? Like, there's a ton of cultural I mean, there's clubs. There's even cultural clubs for like, you know, like Italian. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. follow this, like, because obviously, like, European people, they, yeah. y'all got a lot of culture. Yeah, yeah. a lot of culture. Literally. A lot of culture. So definitely, like, if you feel like you're just so alone, like, join those clubs. Because definitely. I definitely, like, when I came here, like, I definitely had those friends, but I just felt like I was missing some of my cultural tact. And you just have to go and seek and whatever mm-hmm. makes you happy. Like, find your people, find your space, and you'll be yes. okay. I think one thing I just wanted to add, because I always like giving disclaimers, because you know, I got those people out there. <laughs> um, I just want to say, like, if the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. Mm. If, 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 mm. if you listen to this podcast and this stuff doesn't apply to you, don't get angry. Like, like this we're listen, not here yeah. bashing. Of course not. We're Never. not bashing not one bit. Um, most of my friends are white and they are great people. This is purely experience. Yeah, this it's is purely, just this is from experience. Right, yeah, literally, we're yeah. just we're just giving our perspective and our experience and stuff. And I just want to like say, like not a whole group of people are like you know like we're not trying to demonize a whole group of people. Of course not. Not every white person in America is out to get you or every not white like, person no. on this campus is out to give you. I have some cool ass white yes, friends. I got some cool ass that, white friends. That doesn't change the fact that we still live in America. It still exists. And it still exists. And for those every like million um good people that you experience, you always come across that one. And that mm-hmm. one, that very one person could just and ruin we can't, something. And we can't pretend that it's not yeah, there. Like, can't or, if anything, like the sooner you accept that this is how things are, yeah, the, the better the yeah. better and the easier it's gonna be for you. Yes. Like you can't live around life like pretending like you don't see all this shit. Like it's a right. problem. And, and girl, I'm sorry, not too much, not too much. <laughs> that was that was one of also the things that coming from high school and being like protective from your parents and like mm-hmm. you're going out into this world so you like i can and that's why i talk about like you know these shared experiences that we as black people have i can probably pick stop a black person on campus right now and be like did your parents have the black talk with you before you left college and we all know and they can be is. like yeah they sure did and we all know how that conversation exactly. went it's the same because, conversation because every that's so, like it's so prevalent and it's such an it issue is that so everyone yeah. here knows to have that exactly. talk when you're young. I'm an international student straight from Africa, and my dad yes, still had literally. that conversation with me. Definitely, like, like so thing. we're not demonizing. We're just talking about our experiences as Black people, and going I just to want to, school. yeah, and I just want to let that come across. Like, yeah. not bashing. Let all it be known. Love and acceptance. Right. We love so all. much love. love. So no, much love. Literally. I love. I love a white person who's who, like. Who's understanding? Who's like this? Like cool, cool like them. Like they're not who's trying themselves. to be. Yeah, who's, they're not trying right. to be themselves. They stick in their lane and they do they their stay lane. Good. They in the lane, literally. Like, I could lame a bunch of white people, but I'm just like, yeah, I rock with like, really. Yeah, but I think my advice would definitely be protect your peace. Uh-huh. Mm. Not every battle has to be fought. For real. Yeah. I th- I think sometimes 
we see shit going down on campus, I'm like, well, I want to fight for the cause too. But sometimes that cause will exhaust you beyond belief where now it's hurting your own mental. Mm -hmm. And also, you deserve to be here as much as your white and non-black counterparts. I have felt so much imposter syndrome coming to this school. And it wasn't until this semester, I was like, you know what? We both got the same grades to come in here. We have the same grades now. We're both in the same class. What makes me different besides my race? Yeah. What's, they, the, what's the difference? Oh, I've been hit, like being in STEM and being oh, literally being hit with that so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, only reason you got in here because you don't like, you know, people told me literally, people Boy, still think that it, I, it's insane. No, no, I worked my ass off to get here. That's like why everyone here. else, like everyone else. Find your group of friends, don't be afraid. To, sometimes it feels really cringe to DM random babes on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but no. everyone, the thing is, freshman year, everyone's looking for friends. So you can oh, do absolutely. those things that are cringe. And you find your friends like that. Yeah, I don't no. I don't know if this is just like college or if, because I can only speak about MSU, but like, you know, people are well, like really welcoming. Like the first week, they yeah. leave their doors wide open. Because everyone wide. wants friends. Everyone wants friends. People are knocking so, on your doors. Yeah. Hey, you want to hang out? Yeah, if you just go, if you just go around, like this ain't high school no more. Like people aren't like clicking. Right. Like, that oh, stuff. Like, embrace, uh-huh. embrace, yeah. embrace the newness of college. Yeah. So like, if I'll be in the lunchroom, a random person will come down to sit with me, and Literally. I'll have a conversation. It isn't like out of exactly. nowhere. Like, the, like don't be afraid to like be alone at the lunchroom, girl. If you don't take your yes. AirPods and your phone and eat at the cafeteria, don't catch up on Love like, Island real quick. No one is looking at you. Like no, no. one is like. I work with Jeremiah's like, class one day. Like, Screaming. Everyone, or, everyone is doing your own thing, and you, you are able to do that too. And that's okay. Yes. But I absolutely loved this conversation. This is a long podcast for all of you babes who have been asking me to stop doing thirty-minute podcasts. This is for you. <laughs> yeah. And this is for all y'all who are traveling home from EL to anywhere else. This is for you. You can listen to your car ride. Literally on your car ride on the Join bus. Us. On the bus, if the bus comes. Oh, <laughs> I mean, not the not the lodges in the head of lodges, like, like <laughs> not coming, not coming on time, not coming. But yes, thank you guys so 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 much for tuning in to my tenth episode of Chatty Black Girl. We love to see it. Love to see Black Girl We love it. Thriving. But I will leave everyone's links down below, their Instagrams, any other socials. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.